and welcome to the podcast. The what? The podcast. The podcast. The Taste Comics podcast. This is Tater Talk. Recording here in the relatively nice South Florida right now because the rest of the country has been sacrificed in our alchemic spell to have a day of winter. That's true. That's very true. Like 12 hours of winter yesterday. It's a day. (laughs) Florida times. That's true. And, uh, you know, before we start, I have to give you a PSA. You need to, uh, in these weather and these hard times, avoid the noid. I'm Anthony. Uh, my mom always carried the purple stuff. I'm Brian. I really wanted to make an up yours joke, Brian. Thanks for changing it to a color. Joe. The Noid. It was the thing from... He did a commercial. Yeah, I did a commercial. Because <laughs> you go, oh man, I'm thirsty. Pop, purple stuff, yeah. Sunny right. D. Right. He went to Sunny D. I wanted to make a seven up yours joke. Like the Noid. You still But could. I can't. You can. You still could. I did, clearly. We're just doing commercials. Oh, is that what it is now? I don't know why I got Irish. Oh, wait. Oh. Where's me? I'm Jen. There we go. All right. Do you, do you know any of those commercials? Maybe you, I, do, I think I, I have, Seven of Yours, I, I, maybe. I know Avoid the Noid because it was involved in a murder. That, yes, it was. No, it wasn't well, a murder. It was, it was a it was hostage a, situation. It was a hostage situation. I apologize. He, Nobody died. He, well, he died five years later, committed suicide. Well, but not in the incident. But not in the incident. He did make them make him pizza. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he did. Did you know that guy who created Domino's now created a Catholic village in yes. Florida? Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. What's, what they uh, suspect might be a cult. Yeah. What a surprise. <laughs> I think if you create a village, it's, it's one of two things. You're being generous or you're starting a cult. You think he makes them all eat Domino's? <laughs> no, he's, he's not that. Uh, he's he's not avoiding that, that noid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's, he knows not to make them unhappy. So did you know Seven Up Yours? I don't think so. Did you know the purple stuff one? No. I think you would have. I think the perp, the Sunny D commercials were not what they were by the time you were around. No, and Sunny D. I'm trying to remember what the Sunny D commercials were like. It was just. It was, it was always it was the like same. Kid opening your fridge. You know, you know? I'm thirsty. I'm thirsty, man. I don't want this. I don't want that. It was a Sunny D. Oh, it's just it, different. Yeah, kids it was always too. just some colored oh. drinks. It, it was, was like, always you know, pop, pop purple, purple stuff. Sunny D. <laughs> right. You know All what right. commercials used to blow my fucking mind as a kid. The Capri Sun commercials, man. Oh, my God. Yeah. With those T-1000 effects. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Ecto Cooler was the best. Pacific oh. Cooler, the second best. I hated the cherry one. I didn't like those either. Mom used to get the variety packs. And I'd be like, oh, what the fuck, Mom? No one wanted to drink Nobody those other two flavors. other two flavors. What was the other one? There's a blue one. Ugh. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> oh, no. But then you get the good tropical one, and you do what you, everybody does. You jam that thing in there and drink it all in one shot, and then go, oh... I did not do that. <laughs> I did. I, I totally like ciphered that out a little bit, a little bit siphoned here and there. I, I had the thing going for a while. You know what I did? I, was, I drank my Capri Suns weird. I would blow into them so that the pressure of the air would make it just come out of the straw. Oh, no. I was not about that oh, life. Oh, yeah, yeah. I did that. Really indicative of my I was my not future. about that life. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't of mine, but, you know, I still did the same thing. You guys mo- were living on the edge. Yeah. And then, mo- well, because then, then you could like take it out and have it like, oh, it was great. Yeah, I did not do that. I was and lose po- possibly drop any of the precious. No, liquid. you gotta be. No. A, you're not. If you're a pro, I was not a pro. You didn't spill a drop. I just I held on to mine for a good half an he's hour. He's still a pro, is what still he's saying. He's, you know. I remember. I remember my most horrific day in like fifth grade when I saw a kid accidentally stab through the thing. Oh god! And I was like, yeah. you no. suck, dude. You're the but worst. I, I didn't understand that people like going How? so fast, like stabbing all the way through. It's like. 
I went slow. I just pushed it up against it and I just applied yeah. pressure until it went you through. You make the you put the straw perpendicular to it and just there push you through. Go. Not, you don't do You're like the fucking stabbing killering it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Those people, well, I mean, they stabbed themselves, so they didn't win. What was, since those were commercials we had, what was an iconic commercial from when you were a kid, Jen? Like, that you remember to this um, day? It's probably some kind of insurance something or something. <laughs> <laughs> something super weird. I remember that Nesquik was really big. Um, and let's see. Let's see. I, but I remember, oh, God. I don't know if I remember a lot of commercials. Because wow. there was Nesquik and Kool-Aid Man and, like, all that jazz. Um, there wasn't really many uh, cartoon commercials or kids commercials on during Law & Order. True. Yeah. True. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of commercials, before we move on to our topics, I already told Brian about this. Tanya Harding. Oh, yeah. Has a great, she's in a commercial for an insurance, an auto insurance company. No. And it's kind of the best. So she's like, hi, I'm Tanya Harding. Some of you might know me. And I'm like, I definitely do. <laughs> Likes paid somebody, her ex boyfriend, to <laughs> right? hit another bitch so she's in the like, knee, Tanya yeah. Harding? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So she's like, um, blah, 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 insurance. And she was like, you know, we've all made mistakes. And it pans out, and she's standing there in her golden skates in the office with like a coffee cup. And she's like, and we shouldn't have to live with them. Luckily, such and such insurance believes that too. And I'm like, this is great. That's kind of like. Yeah. And then like at the end, like some guy's like, hey, can you sign this birthday card or send this card? She goes, oh, I can't do autographs in the office. He goes, oh, no, it's for Karen's birthday. And she's like, oh, is Karen that lady staring at me right now? He's like, yeah, she's okay. But I just thought that we've all made mistakes. Yeah, we all have, but not quite that mistake. Like, oh, my God. (laughs) I'm still in shock that that's a thing. We've all made mistakes. What? 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 I mean, I've wanted to win some stuff before. So have I. (laughs) I've never wanted to kneecap Nancy Kerrigan for that. Like, I've never wanted to galooly someone. (laughs) Oh, my God. As I'm going to call it, galooling. Completely manipulate my partner into doing (laughs) something. (laughs) On the upside, Sebastian Stan was so good in that movie. But yeah, speaking of commercials, it's not on YouTube today. And it's just like, this is great. I'm happy. (laughs) It's pretty funny. This, this, you you know what? It worked. We're talking about that. I mean, I can't remember the name of that company. So I guess it didn't work that well. (laughs) Fair enough. But uh, let's get into our comics now. Let's get into it. Let's do it. So, uh, you know, I'll start us off this week. Uh, this week, I read Die Number 9. Yeah. Uh, I believe it's starting to get towards the middle of this because I still believe this is going to end at 20 because that would make the most sense. That would uh, be awesome. Yeah, I, I'd be happy with that. Uh, and I still believe that because they definitely went over how this all kind of got made. Because uh, basically they're all kind of like trapped in a prison and they're mm-hmm. all just talking with one another. And they're like, you know, did you guys ever wonder if there was anybody here before us? You know, like any oh. other people? And they're like, well, well, what's you know, the guy who created this says that we're the first people here. However, um, there's these things called the fallen, which are basically real people who die in the world of die. And then they come back as fallen and they're kind of like zombies, but like thinking zombies. Yeah. And they're like. But if that's if the, if the case is that we're the first people here, there were already fallen here. So how does that work? And so they're trying to figure out mm-hmm. and then they somebody else walks in and then you realize, oh, no, this has existed for like over 100 years. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, almost actually, no, over 200 years, actually. So they they definitely go into the backstory of how this was all created. This entire issue was just that. And it was pretty great. Cool. Pretty great. So I. I I definitely think that this is the halfway point. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
So good good issue though overall, and uh, definitely pick up Die if you're into D and D or any sort of fantastical like you know RPG where you have to think up like pen and paper type of game. It's awesome, mm-hmm. awesome, awesome, awesome. So yeah, that's Die number nine. Uh, how about you, Joe? What did you read? Uh, Jen picked out for me Star Wars Doctor Aphra number thirty eight. Ooh. <laughs> um, let me tell you what this book looks really pretty. Uh, it's pretty wordy as well, might I add. Uh, I also would like to point out that I have no fucking idea what the hell is going on. <laughs> like, none whatsoever. I Like, there's robots that look like R2 and 3PO that are, like, hanging out with Vader with red eyeballs, and, and, and this bitch is talking to her dad about all the crazy stuff she got into. Apparently, she fell in love and ruined it. Uh, the, some some uh, Vader is running around looking for a rebel base, and I guess he's chasing her. I don't really know. Uh, they don't. They do not explain a whole heck of a lot. This is probably a payoff issue, and I'm real sorry if I'm like totally butchering how great this is. But um, there's some beautiful art of people dying. Um, there's a lot of snow. There's some cool red Sithy stuff. And at the end, she's talking to her dad, and they get like hijacked by like space pirate stormtroopers. I don't know. I'm not quite sure. Uh, but the, yeah, the hijacking happens, and her dad gets like sucker punched or killed. I'm not sure which one it is. Uh, but but she's alive, and they're like, we got to find her and kill her. Uh, it's very interesting. No, I'm not reading the next one because I was so confused that there's no way they can make this up in another issue. <laughs> well, uh, evil 3PO and R2 has been there since the beginning. So yeah. that's not a... I read the first, I think, four of these, and I just don't remember any of them. Yeah, yeah evil 3PO and, and, and also evil uh, Chewbacca pops around here, oh, too, yeah, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. He's, they're all from that same little yeah, yeah. shebang. All came out of uh, the Darth Vader comics, so, and then this was a Doctor Aphra is a spinoff of the original Darth Vader comics that they came out with at Marvel. That I know. Yeah, that's what that is. I yeah, just yeah, didn't yeah. read any of the Vader books. Yeah, I got you. I, I, got I tried. You. Maybe reading. you did because the evil C three P and R two aren't really in the Vader four issue arc that she's introduced in. Yeah, they're not in that. The Vader down or the Vader? What the, the hell she, was that? But, the, but they they pop up pretty early in the in this. Afra. See, I I so read the first maybe if you read couple the Vader issues of this. Four issues. I did probably read the Vader. I just don't remember them like yeah. at all. Mm-hmm. I don't remember their the you know Team Rocket version of Shadow, <laughs> like like three P O and R two. But they look great. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I would totally throw some Pokemon at them. Yeah. And try to catch them and keep them no no <laughs> shit because i haven't played the game yet although i did go reserve first order i wish they were making a dr afro game though yeah the covers are, are she's awesome like well, her everything book is I basically read, like, a tomb raider book yeah it, it, yeah the book, was, the book was if i understood anything part of the problem is, is it's a lot of the terminology or places and people i haven't met before yeah. mm-hmm. or things i just don't know about but I've bought Dr. Afra covers before, covers of this book, just purely from the covers. They're gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And the interior is great looking, too. So I, I really hope it's wonderful for everyone else. I mean, I, I enjoyed reading it. I just, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> I was very confused. I think that's the problem, when, especially a book like Star Wars, when you jump into an issue 38, where it's like, shit, man, there's a oh, lot yeah. of weird. Because especially that book has, um, funnily enough, I've done what Nakia always is requesting. It's done a lot to distance itself from... Star Wars, like it's not about all the main characters. It's got planets that the main characters have never been to, and people that don't—they're not tied to yes the other people. Uh, really, aside from Vader, three PO, R two, yeah, none of the other characters were people that I remember from. She anything. has her own cast of characters, or they pop. Yeah, yeah, awesome. That's okay. a good book. Thanks, Jen. Yeah, <laughs> welcome. Ba da ba. All right, Anthony, what did you read? Young Justice. Boo. 
<laughs> what number is it? Ooh, I uh, 10, 11, 12. Oh, okay, cool. I was I, I wasn't sure if there's like a number one or something. No, 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 okay. no, no. It's been out. I mean, Bendis relaunched it, uh, and I'm real trepidatious about Bendis. I feel like now he doesn't write teams well. Mm-hmm. Uh, he 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 just everyone sounds the same, and like I was excited because it's got Impulse and Superboy and all that kind of stuff. This issue was supposed to be like the introduction of Naomi to the team, and she's in the book, the last page of the book. She's That's an there. Introduction. <laughs> it was, but like the way it was advertised, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. she's on the team. She's gonna fight the good fight. I'm like, yeah, it's like barely. Um, the big thing on this one was that you finally see Tim Drake's dumbass new costume mm. because he's no longer gonna go by. He's gonna go by a new code name, Drake. <laughs> yeah, and his new dumbass oh costume, God. which basically looks like Dick Grayson's costume from when from Grayson, oh. like a yeah. shittier version of Dick's costume. Is his booty the same way? No one has Dick Grayson's See, that, booty. That's just that's silly. Yeah. Plus, until they let him be eighteen, he's not going to have a booty like that. Fair enough. While they're keeping him sixteen, he is going to keep his butt. <laughs> Although, you know what? I don't know about that because Wally West has a fat ass in Heroes in Crisis. And yeah. when they and then when it was the two Wallys hugging, it was two fat asses. I loved them. Uh, they do that also with uh, the girl characters as well. They're true. like, oh, look, it's a 16-year-old girl with a giant chest. It's like, ah. So you've been reading Young Justice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no one's going to have that that uh, Dick Grayson booty. Mm-hmm. I, I love that that actually is an ongoing joke in DC Comics, oh, how yeah. nice his butt is. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it, it was whatever. I mean, I haven't – I've been reading this run. I haven't been loving it because it has the problem – again, uh, if you close your eyes and I didn't say code names – you could not tell me who was talking. Mm. If I was to just read the dialogue to you and be like, blah, 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 and just don't say their names, you you might get who I'm talking about by just guessing because there's only six or seven members, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. I'm still going to read it because I'm curious, but it's just not what I wanted, and I really don't like his new costume. And I think Tim Drake going by the code name of Drake. <laughs> it's real <laughs> stupid. Why even have a code name? Is he, is he uh, also a Canadian rapper? In no, this? no, okay. No, he picks it because it's the most dangerous bird. Ew. No, it's not. It's definitely not. No, it's not. No. <laughs> he picks it after a whole stupid arc where he fought his Earth Three self, and it's like it's it's whatever. It's whatever. <laughs> Young Justice. It's whatever. That's so, that's a good review. <laughs> so I would have been way happier had he said like he named himself Drake because he really liked Darkwing Duck. I would have been okay with that. It's Disney-owned but, property. They can't reference that. Oh man. Well, they're just like I... they're just like you know I'm I'm calling myself Drake because that's like a tiny dragon, and I feel like a tiny dragon that's about to come out. I don't know. It's way better than it's the deadliest bird. It's stupid. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> you know what's better? Don't make your code name your last fucking name. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> At that point, don't have a code name. Yeah. Oh no! Here comes the Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! It's Tim. It's Tim. Can you imagine this? All heroes. Oh shit! It's Parker. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, be really great if your name was John, though, because there's so many other Johns out there. Like, it's the John. Yeah. You don't know why you're called that. It could be I lots feel like of that's reasons. a villain in the tick. Yeah. The, <laughs> yeah, John. the John. Yeah. Him and Chairface Chippendale. Was, Jen's like, what is the tick? Oh, no. Here comes Mr. Rogers. He's <laughs> putting on his shoes. He's about to whoop some ass. Gets out his puppets. <laughs> Just starts fucking shit up. Yeah. Time for you to learn manners. Yeah. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> I still, 
I still want to go with he he when he goes back in time he becomes Mr. Rogers. <laughs> yes. The actual yes. Mr. Rogers and he just teaches people how to be nice to one another. I like that. That's, I like that. That he does look like him when he comes back and he's yeah, old yeah. so. <laughs> I want it. Hey, same here, same here. All right, Jen, finish us out. What do you got? All right, I read uh, Crone number 1 from Dark Horse. It is it's actually it's an interesting start. Um <laughs> <laughs> we it's basic so what we have is um once upon a time there was an evil lord and he was defeated by bloody bliss female warrior kicked his butt and now we're fast forwarding into the future where she is now super old um and she's a crone she is a crone um, <laughs> and one of her old teammates has come to her and her mountain to be like hey uh, by the way, that evil dude, not dead. And she's since had this bagel. She used to love fighting in the battle and she gave it up because somebody died. I don't know. Um, they haven't told us yet. Um, so she's like, oh, I promised I would never. I promised I would never, you know, fight again. And he's like, but your older promise of defeating the evil Lord is it, it's it's actually fairly straightforward. It's very yeah. it's <laughs> it's very by the numbers. So that's why, I mean, I can't say it's bad, but it, it's, it's about, you know, an old warrior coming back and there's happens to be another young woman who's like even openly like, look, if you don't want to go, you can train me. I, I'll learn. Sounds so, like white trees minus the dick. Probably. Or, you know, it I'm, sounds like uh, it sounds like once in future, once in future. without the, uh, without the this, yeah. minus the dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's pretty straightforward. Um I'm not going to read the next one because it's too straightforward. Uh, it's it's very much. There's no like twist. Or... I, I mean, oh, what? You mean the guy you decapitated who's like all the baddest bad guy ever is not actually dead? Oh, wow. I mean, she killed the bear. That was pretty cool. But she's she's Clint Eastwood oh, in all of his new movies. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. So, you know. Get I off was... my lawn. Yeah. <laughs> basically. So did she fight a bear with her bare hands? She kills it with a staff. Ah. Uh, you know, it would have made sense for her bare hands to kill a bear. Yes, I know. <laughs> not getting Jen is it. not here for your shit, <laughs> yeah, Ryan. She's, not. Um, she's, she's still on Joe's back about the Noid. Jen is I'm not so here mad. for your shit. <laughs> so it was still angry. a commercial, Joe. <laughs> to be fair, I will say this. My other intro was going to be, oh, man, I'm really thirsty. And I was going to do the purple stuff in the Sunny D one. I think we've done that before. Oh, yeah. Have we? The Sunny we had D. a whole conversation about Yeah, we did drinks. Sunny D. It's possible. But I don't know if we yeah. did it as an intro. No, maybe not. We might not have done it as an intro. And then we've explained it before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, all right. Well, uh, so you don't care. I don't, it's really it didn't grab you. It didn't. It yeah. did not. And I, I was kind of hoping. I was kind of hoping it would do something a little bit different. But sometimes just making your male protagonist a female isn't enough. Well, I feel like in this day and age, with the amount of comics on the shelf, it yeah. needs grabbing someone the first issue. You know what? I didn't like it, but I am going to probably read issue number two of the Last Call. Oh, I'm okay. curious enough that I want to at least yeah. know. At least it grabbed my attention. If I didn't see? like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I want to see it. Yeah. You want to see it through? Yeah. Okay. Well, 
Maybe we'll find out about it next month. No, we won't. I no, I mean, if you're more than welcome to. <laughs> no, I don't care. I don't but I, can I, be I, your I'm, I'm going to admit, I don't, I don't care. No, there's too many books on the shelf for it's, me to, it's, to do that. It's I'm not worth it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's too much. It needs to. It's not a money thing. It's a time it. thing. I've got limited time. Mm-hmm. This isn't worth your, that my time. time. Yeah. Okay. But, all right. <laughs> so. All right. <laughs> all right. Now let's, uh, let's move on to the book that we, uh, that we all been reading. Our book of the week. Book of the week this week is Legion of Superheroes, number one. Finally, it hit the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I liked it. I, I did like the explanation of why Earth looks like the way it does now. Yeah. Um, the whole, well, we got to go back in time and fix it. Oh, we have. That's That's why it's this way. It oh, was yeah. much worse before. <laughs> this is the best offer. Yeah. Like, this is fixed. <laughs> yeah, this is as good as it gets. Yeah. Uh, I did like... Um, so So basically what happens is... Uh, uh, what is it? John Kent. They bring mm-hmm. him to the future. And I'm assuming it's a continuation from a, from a Superman book or something like uh, that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a continuation from Superman... Super, a bit of Super Sons before it ended. Supergirl. Yeah. It, no, no. I'm just saying, but him coming forward, though, yeah, is yeah. from a Superman book. Uh, so, you know, he comes back, he comes through forward through time, and he's like, yo, wait, are we in a bottle? Oh, my God. I cannot do bottles, guys. There's <laughs> my people do not like bottles. That's <laughs> pretty funny. It, it's in Superman mythos, Candor was a city in a bottle that one of Supergirls is from. It's like a whole thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I assumed it was a whole thing, and I just didn't get it. So I was like, "Okay." Yeah, it was, it, it, in the Fortress of Solitude, Candor uh, was the last remaining city from Krypton, but it was in a bottle, and it was shrunken down by uh, Brainiac, and oh. so they were trying to. He, he could never figure out how to, or at least you know, until recently, yeah, he couldn't figure out to make it big again. So it was just an entire people that existed in a bottle. So the, the last of, of his race was just in a in a bottle. Yes, yeah. I oh. don't like super love the idea of being in a glass bottle. Legit. Yeah, <laughs> I would also have a problem with that. <laughs> yeah, um, it was quick. Yeah, it was. I did not love it, mm-hmm. but I did not hate it. I see. I have read the other Legion stuff that the, they've been building up to. I, like I've read the issues of Supergirl, Superman, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if you hadn't, there's a lot to be. There's a lot unexplained here, and I feel like the number one, you should not have it be like that. I felt that. the same way. Yeah. Oh, I, as somebody who didn't know anything, uh, I found it to be fairly straightforward. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's absolutely things like, you know, like the bottle time, but that's that I didn't understand. I don't know anyone in that book, except I've d- actually have never read John Kent. I just know that he's yeah, Superboy. Yeah, Superman's <laughs> son. Yeah. He's one of the only ones they do make a, a bit of, t- they take a little time in the very beginning to kind of reiterate who he is yeah. through other characters' eyes. I, I do think that the introductions was good. I thought, of, especially of all the other Legionnaires that are, are seeming to be important at this moment in time. Mm-hmm. I think the introduction of the, the bad villain thing that's going to kind of happen to kind of help mm-hmm. form them as a team better. I think that's interesting. I didn't dislike it, but I, did, I was very like neutral while reading it. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel anything, actually. I was just kind of yeah. like, oh, I'm, I'm reading a Legion book. Okay. I guess I felt like it was just a little all over the place, the dialogue-wise. Mm-hmm. And again, I, I'm not trying to shit on him, but... And again, I didn't hate it. I think it just had the Benos problem too of if you closed your eyes, any one of them could have been talking. I've, yeah. I've, no, that's oh, that's right. It is a Bendis book. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. oh, this makes so much more sense now. Yeah, I, I did enjoy seeing. At least we saw Rose again. Agreed. Yeah. For like 
two panels. Two pa- hey, you know what? Two panels is a lot more than I thought I was going to see here. So I w- well, that's fair. <laughs> well, actually, I was I was very curious as I've started reading it how much it was going to tie into, into that. that. Yeah, Especially exactly. when you're talking about how much because I know we had talked when we were talking about the one with Rose how that yeah, they're doing Legion, but Legion wasn't in yeah. something in a different arc of with the super. Yeah, family. I did like this book, by the way. I didn't dislike it. I just mm-hmm. I yeah, thought yeah, it was yeah. a little too over the place, a little too dialogue-wise yeah. disjointed. Nitpick: um, How they spent like a full page talking about how Superboy can see everybody's name and age and race and home planet, but I can't. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like I don't know who that is, but I'm glad you're having fun, Superboy. I mean, <laughs> like, it's like this is great. I'm like. I, I, Great for you. I, I mean, a, I'm the one reading this yeah. book, and I don't know who these losers are. I have a feeling there's it was so one of, many. Yeah, yeah, there's so many people. Yeah, I have a feeling it was one of two things. It was either um, the artist saw what was written in the script and was mm-hmm. like, "I can't draw it every single one of these for every <laughs> single one of these people," or he started doing it and then it was too distracting for the See, readers. So that's, I mean, I get. I, it was probably a little bit of A and B, yeah. but I, but they did show like them every now and then. Yeah. I so. know they showed the boxes just they weren't really very legible yes, so just to spend that much time on it mm-hmm. I was like okay because like you could have done like a panel like a panel or two and just save yourself some time and put it a little you know yeah I my favorite part though was the um the that part with the the three guys running around with the what we find out later is the, the trident. trident. Yeah. Yes. I think that part was. They were. Very, I love that. Part. The beginning was interesting. Yeah. The chase sequence. The chase, sequence. Yeah. The chase yeah. sequence. The fighting, and then like the whole concept of like what they're going to do with the trident. I really enjoyed. I'm calling like, it now. They bring back the oceans to Earth. Yeah. That's yeah. what that trident's going to yeah. be there for. Well, I mean, that's what they're hoping it will do, and it'll probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. <laughs> that's the, this plot. This plot is they're going to bring the oceans back to Earth. Mm-hmm. Hardcore nitpick. Real tired of the advertisements that are mixed in with the oh same Oh my god! Kind of art. The first one was whatever because I'm used to it. That Real second tired. one got me. Yeah, Real the tired Snickers. One. The second Real one tired. really got me. I'm like, what oh the god. fuck? Because it was om- it was close enough to what the art in that book was. Uh, in case you're wondering, Genlock has the same problem. Wow. <laughs> Ugh, it's so two full page, mm-hmm. two. Oh, I'm sorry, two splash page, two full full mm-hmm. page ones. The first one's for the Snickers, right? Mm-hmm. And the second one's for just another comic. Yeah, it's... Uh, as the Svengulli, whatever yeah. it is. Mm-hmm. So, and... Yeah, the Count I, Crawley. Yeah, yeah, the Count yeah. Crawley. Yeah, yeah. Was it Count Crawley? No, no, it wasn't Count no. Crawley. No, it wasn't Count Crawley? No, 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 no because no, that's it's a Svengulli. different... Oh, it's Svengulli. Oh, you're right. It is Svengulli. Yeah. Okay. Me TV presents Svengulli meets the DC Universe. Yeah. It's it's also another advertisement for Me TV and Svengulli. But I don't like... Like, I understand what they're trying to do. And I get it. And I get it. But please don't put it in the middle of your, or even on the, you know, on the front and, and latter halves of your comics. I hate the comic ads. I've hated them since they did them with the subway shit. Yeah. I hate them because sometimes it completely disconnects the comic for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Twix did it a long time ago. Twix. I had that well, same t- problem. Twix is the one that I think restarted that yeah. trend. And damn you, Twix. I don't, I don't <laughs> mind it being comic-y and having comic panels that the advertisement is supposed to be that way. Uh-huh. Make it so completely obvious that it's an advertisement. Mm-hmm. And I understand why they don't because they want us to read it. Yeah. They don't want us to know it's an advertisement and can just keep flipping those pages. But man, is it really, it completely disengages. That's yeah. exactly what it does. I I, read, I, mm-hmm. I got to the part where I was like, oh, come on. Yeah. I just, now like, let me reread the other page real quick and make sure I don't forget anything from the other page. This is all garbage I don't need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're in the middle of a story and mm-hmm. then it's just like, it's like watching Game of Thrones and then seeing Ed Sheeran apparently just a pop up. It <laughs> is like that. <laughs> uh, 
kind of takes you just out of it. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> uh, I, I would, I would, I would just like to see them at the end of the issue. But then again, I also see why they don't because because you skip you would, it. You would skip them, yeah. Mm. But overall, I like the book. I just had a couple nitpicks, complaints. Yeah. yeah, that those two ads pissed me off, though. Yeah, I agree. It's a pretty great good start. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'll, I'll pick up the second one. Same. Yeah, yeah. I want to see if Rose go, comes into it within the first six issues. See what what her deal is. Uh, considering we spent two issues getting nothing from her, <laughs> like even though Jen's was, just nodding no. Even though it was the All right, if you weren't going to use her now, then why use her now? <laughs> I, I, that was the thing, though. Like you had in, two entire issues that were her yep. story, but it had nothing to do with her story. Maybe she activates the trident. Well, she, she what? Could? She actually lived through all yeah. that. Yeah, exactly. She so, was actually from that time. So, so maybe, but um, well. <laughs> We'll uh, see. We'll see. Dun dun dun. Yeah. I would rather have a uh, Terry McGinnis if oh. I'm gonna pull anything oh. out of. <laughs> Unfortunately, they're too far in the future they for that. Way but, too oh. far. No. Yeah, they're like a thousand years ahead. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a little too far. But mm. uh, yeah, so that That's was what they said the, the the real the original Batman original original Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah fair enough. <laughs> they did say that. Uh, so yeah, that'll do it for our book of the week, which was Leg- Legion of Super. I almost said Legend, Legion of Superheroes number one. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Dun. Now that brings us to our X Men segment. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Police woman Linda. Linda, police woman. I actually looked up a clip of that. Oh, yeah. yeah, her doing it's the sound effects while she does karate. Is oh, yeah, isn't it great? Oh yeah, my god, it's pretty great. It's worth the watch. So uh, this is our segment where we're going to go over since it is still in the fostering ages of the X Men titles and re redoing it all. Uh, we're going to do a little bit of a dive into this week's book. This week's book is uh, New Mutants number one. And, and X-Force. X-Force number one. And X-Force number one. I only read New Mutants, so we're going to have to just go into that. <laughs> I think we should do both. No, we're going to do both. We I'm just saying I will only go into one of them. We should do both. <laughs> Our little, it might run a little longer because it's two books, but we're going to try to... Uh, we're going to do six minutes. Six minutes. We'll do, okay. we'll do an Three extra minute. Three minutes for each. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yes. <laughs> yes, I say so. Uh, that's what I'll say just because it is two books. And I only read one of them, so I'm not going to be going through Well, then, Jen, why don't you start off with X-Force? No, don't start off with me. Please no, no, don't no, start no, off no. with me. Don't do that. Don't All do right, that to so us. We are well, I'm taking the summary. If you yeah. desire, do not have any of these books spoiled for you. You've got six minutes. All right. So uh, I'm going to start us off. Thank you. <laughs> on New Mutants. Uh, basically, it starts off and it's like, oh, sweet. You actually get to see somebody coming back to life that we don't normally you know, see you know, or, yep. or know about. And uh, and seeing the interactions between all of them, and then it's just like, all right, cool, let's uh, let's go find our brother or whoever it is. And it's like, oh, right. cannonball, oh, yeah, cannonball. Yeah, let's go find cannonball. He is in Shi'ar space. It's like, oh, well, okay, let's see how we can do this. <laughs> <laughs> Loved it. Yeah, that it felt was, like an adventure book. It, it was definitely an it. It did not feel like a New Mutants book, which I'm okay with. Because I don't remember mm. New Mutants being like that type of fantastical adventure, but then again, I haven't read it. In, I like, mean, they were. Years. It was, it was no, I'm sure it is. Their most grounded yeah. issue, I mean, book arc ever was the Demon Bear arc. But other than that, they Fair were constantly yeah, going yeah, yeah. off into like limbo or crazy shit. I think that's what I was more thinking of, like more so that type of stuff yeah. versus space. But I mean, again, I haven't really read it in like 15 years. So. Yeah, I mean, it felt like he meets me, but yeah, I can see that. Mm-hmm. I'm calling it now. Uh, Mondo's gonna grow into a walking gate. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh god, that's gonna get. <laughs> as soon as Doug put it in there, I'm like, okay, cool. So now they're gonna have a mobile Krakoan gate. Mm-hmm. Dope. 
Um, it furthered the whole mon- uh, something is wrong with Krakoa. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I did like how Krakoa could finally speak. It was like, yo, I don't like this. I, Peace. Done. Never do this again. <laughs> yep. <laughs> no, sir. I don't like that it. That was great. <laughs> I loved the Star Jammers in this. I like that the Star Jammers just dipped out. Oh, yeah. The deuces. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys Bye. caused some trouble. Bye. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I get it. We lied to you about the entire thing, but uh, you still should have listened to us. Deuce. <laughs> hey, we also, got you here. Yeah. Also, what do you? Yeah, yeah. What do you think was going to happen? We steal things. Yeah. We're, we're the Star Jammers. Pirates. Yeah, we're little pirates. pirates. <laughs> and also, uh, you should have known what I said was complete and utter, you know, bullshit because uh, we're in Shi'ar space. They never, they only ever have one religion. Yeah. And it's theirs. <laughs> <laughs> they have been around for eons. Yeah. You think they have any space for not their religion? Yeah. <laughs> Psychopaths. Uh, I did like the moment when Roberto's like, is it time for me to save the team? And just looks at the camera. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I think it's yeah, about think time it's about for me time. to save this thing. And then the very next panel, she's like, all right, I, well, yeah, I guess we should call my lawyer. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited for the lawyer, though. Oh, yeah? Yes. I can't wait. I, it's you, you had told me a little bit about him before. The yeah. like Mantis in space is a lawyer. And... Yep. And he's like blind. It's like crazy. <laughs> all right. It looks fun. It I'm, I'm looking forward to the adventure of that. I'm looking forward to them finding Cannonball, mm-hmm. um, which leads me to believe that the Cannonball that's out in Shi'ar space is the original Cannonball yeah. because he's been off in space this whole Absolutely. time. Agreed. 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 So, um, yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, I liked it. So, how about you, Joe? Did you did you like I it? I like New Mutants a lot, actually. Yeah. But I already like New Mutants, so it's not a new exactly. thing. Exactly. It's not new. It's not new. <laughs> it, it, was, it was very good. I, th- right. I thought it was fun. All right, cool. Well, that was our three minutes for that one. So, now let's get into X-Force number one. All right, X-Force number one. We learn a lot about uh, the security of the of Krakoa. Wow. Yeah, Cassidy is, since, you know, he is all about them trees is kind of he's got a view of everything and we also get a look at you know the whole point of this book is really very much looking at how um other people don't like this idea (laughs) (laughs) you've got a secret society that domino gets caught in i'm trying to plan something and then later on we do see a actual attack team make it onto the island and start um wreaking havoc havoc. yeah um yeah so we've got our first Using Domino's using, blood. Using her blood. Oh, so they geez. assume, yeah, like they think that they're mutants. And so it's like the whole problem. Yeah, they halo jump. So you find out that like the way it works is there's like like the air in, around Krakow is filled with spores that mm-hmm. if they detect the wrong thing, let's Black Tom Cassie know. There's mm-hmm. kelp that surrounds it. Twenty five. Everything's 25 miles out. Yeah. Okay. There's kelp that's bioelectric. So it senses non-mutants. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The clouds are a special thing. The <laughs> sand is a special thing that's part of So in Black Tom it's, Cassie's tied into the entire island. Yeah. Wow. So they halo jump from a plane, and t- Black Tom's like, uh, something's coming. They're like, what? And he's like, uh, Domino? <laughs> <laughs> but that can't be. Uh-huh. And it's like a strike team. Yeah. Um, and also the big big turn of events at the end is um, Professor X or whatever you want to call him, um, whoever he may be, is in a foreign country and he drinks some champagne with something in it and then somebody's able to get this, able to sneak up on him and actually shoots him in the head. Blows his brains out. Blows his brains out. Professor X is dead, which means literally nothing, but (laughs) Professor X is dead. Although it does mean that there's now a gap in time in which no one's getting uploaded, Mm -hmm. in which, you know, no one really knows what's happening. If that was Professor X, because we know he has a whole room of dummy bodies. That is very true. Yes. But at the same time, Gene freaked the fuck out because 
I'm assuming if all right, true to be fair, you're absolutely right. He could have been in a no space yeah. area and unable to be reached by Gene, or he just has a backup person at all times. But I feel like Gene, that was a Professor X that Gene knew yes. on the planet. Although we have touched on the fact that her powers are not are what, not they, used what they used to be. Although she was terrifying in the issue. Oh yeah, because oh. she's she was very much like, okay, cool. So we're under attack. Kill everything. Oh yeah! Kill anything that sets foot on this island that shouldn't be here. It's like, oh shit, Gene. Oh, yeah, they're not messing around. <laughs> oh, and uh, Colossus comes back. We now know where oh, Colossus yes, has been. Oh, he's cool. been off in Russia the whole time, oh, trying okay. to free mutants. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah. that answers the question of where he's been this whole time. Yeah. Right, cool. And what, what did you think about this issue, Jeff? It was okay. Okay. Cool. All right. That was our six <laughs> minutes of uh, <laughs> of uh, talking about <laughs> talking about the the two bucks, which was X Force number one and New Mutants number one. So yes, the yeah. new mutants was X Forceful. Ah, uh. <laughs> lame. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll say it to myself. Lame. That, that was lame. It was lame. All right. Well, uh, now Thank let's you, get Angie. into our uh, our news segment. All right. I really like that. That was pretty good. It was okay. Okay, cool, Brian. That's cool. cool. <laughs> Things are cool. That's a good energy. You know, what? let's let's start with that that same type of energy, that same type of awesomeness, and let's go to Todd McFarlane. Uh, cool. <laughs> uh, Todd McFarlane now is claiming that due to Joker's success, that uh, he's getting calls for his Spawn movie from executives. You mean because he's calling people and they're calling him back saying, "Stop calling." Yeah, us. like for me, I was just like, "Yeah, sure." Because people were like, oh, he was he was saying like, yeah, because of the Joker. Now people are like, ooh, these types of movies that aren't your normal comic book movies that are R-rated, you know, they're, maybe they're into something. It's like nobody's calling you Todd McFarlane. Uh, okay. <laughs> Let's call a spade a spade. Whatever you think of the quality of the movie, the original Spawn movie was indicative of the Spawn comic. It was? It was a faithful movie. Yeah. It may have been cheesy and 90s-tastic, although I love it. It was the Spawn comic book. Like, come on. Yeah. Get over yourself. I yeah. feel like if for some some very odd reason, the Bloodshot movie does really, really well. He wow. could get a call. That's a Hail Mary. <laughs> that is. Like, I, f- I just feel like those two would be more on the same level you are right. than uh-huh. calling being like Joker and Spawn. Oh, I know. That's like, the thing. Like, they just seem very, this very is a scary world. Yeah. You know, I would believe that he was telling the truth if he said, they're asking me for a haunt movie. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'd be like, okay, I could see that. I could see people looking at Joker going, "I bet you that move that comic book haunt might do well." Yeah, I I feel like he was just saying this that way. Maybe some executive somewhere is <laughs> just like, "Oh, maybe there's competition. Maybe I should be doing this." And it's like, no, nobody's falling. Yes, for there's some executive out there who's going. I want to make an R-rated Spawn movie with Jamie Foxx where he doesn't talk and never shows his face, directed by Tom McFarlane and written by first-time director-writer Tom McFarlane. <laughs> yes. Let's, uh, let's do this. And I want to make it for I want to make it a special effects spectacular, but on Tom McFarlane's guaranteed budget of only 50 mil. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I don't think this, this and is And I think it's going to work. Yeah, mm. you know, let's let's get on to better news. Let's get on to better news. Uh, Hocus Pocus. Apparently, all three sisters are in for the sequel. All so. three sisters, sisters, sister, sister. Yes. Oh my God, where's my sister? Sister reboot. Sorry, <laughs> it's not gonna happen. Tia and Tamara. They are down for it. I, know. I watch both their YouTube channels, and they're down. for I'm it. I'm sure they're Sorry. down for it, but if nobody's Raven gets down. One, then they can get one. That's what she, that's what Tia said. <laughs> apparently Actually. not, because no. 
It's Disney Plus 2021, Sister Sister Reboot. Uh, yeah. I would be, I would, yeah. Anyways, back to the good news. <laughs> you know it would be niece and niece because they would each have nieces, Yeah, you know. What if they both have twins? No, that's that's nieces and nieces. No, we can't do that. That is too some many parent twins. trap next level. Yeah. Sister, 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 sister. <laughs> cousin and cousin? Like, no, nah, it's not going to work. Just cousins? <laughs> Just cuz. Three. Just cuz. Just cuz. Oh, man. I could actually see that I work. I could do it. Oh, man. But yeah, I'm excited about Hocus Pocus now. Yeah. Yes. Um. The so the original Hocus Pocus, the guy who wrote it, mm-hmm. wrote it because it was actually a fairy tale he made up and told his daughter. And apparently, he's never stopped telling that fairy tale, elaborating. So mm-hmm. the rumor is that they're going to maybe actually have him write it again and just kind of continue writing what he's already been telling his kids and grandkids. Oh. It should. St- I think if if they can still get him and he's down, they should absolutely get the same screenwriter. Yeah, mm-hmm. he clearly knew what he was doing. What he was doing. <laughs> the black flame candle is still around at the end of the movie. It is. Yeah. Yeah, just and needs to be lit up again. <laughs> again, we also—they're witches. Easily possible that that wasn't the only thing going on that mm-hmm. they had backup plans. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh yeah. I still like the idea that their mom comes forth and brings them back and is yeah, like, "What yeah. the hell is wrong with you, idiots?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like she has her own separate curse that finally gets triggered. Yeah, exactly. I don't think we'll be seeing Omri Katz though. I don't think they're bringing him back as Max. I'm, I'm going to agree with that. I think once you go and do the jerk off solo porn career, Disney goes, "We're cool." Is that oh. what he did? Yes. And out of morbid curiosity, I totally watched and it ruined a lot of things for me. Oh, oh. no. You know what? It yeah. is better than the Dustin Diamond one. Well, it's anything has got to be better than the Dustin Diamond one. <laughs> Screech. Screech, yeah. Oh, that's right. I heard. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nobody wanted to see that. But nobody, did, nobody was dusting that off. Yes, he did an adult <laughs> film. Yeah. All right, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just please move on to that's the uh, real hocus pocus. No, it that's was the hocus brocus. No, to uh, from witches to the Witcher, the Witcher bitches. Yeah, the Witcher. <laughs> the Witcher showrunner has uh, has said that he has seven seasons mapped out already, and I completely see that because not only had the books been written, but a lot of other stuff has been going yeah. on. So I can absolutely, and especially because somebody who would be into like the Witcher books would absolutely have mapped out like seven seasons worth of material. Let's in hope his he head. gets it. Yeah, let's let's hope that this movie's that this you know, this series is good. It's on Netflix. They're just going to cancel it after two or three anyway because they don't want to pay syndication. Yeah, <laughs> M- maybe not. You know, maybe this is the one that they they continue on for. You know, with a really big actor that they have to pay money to, and that you know, you know, but you know, maybe this will be the one. Special effects. <laughs> yeah, a licensing fee. Yeah, that's I, what I went to. I as do well. think that they they chose the right route if they are going to go much more horror based. Uh huh. I feel like they went the right route because fantasy based just costs tons and tons and tons of money. It does. Horror, mm-hmm. you can keep the lights off a little bit more. You can keep things in a little darker. Yeah, and, and need, yeah. easier to hide things. Just put some black contacts in his oh. eyes. Done. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, and then Spider-Man. 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 Has been confirmed for Spider-Verse 2. Yes. Uh, It was in a tweet where um, one of the character designers for um, Kubo was like, hey, I will do whatever you tweeted. The director's like, I will do whatever. And the writer, like, I'll do whatever it takes to design your Spider-Man if he's in the movie. And the director tweeted back, yeah, confirmed and done. You're hired. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, God. Oh my god! Because he can be your Spider-Man Noir, like you're like mm-hmm. oh yeah off, and just please God have Leopard on. <laughs> you would have a Leopard on if he was in there. I would have a Leopard on if he was in there. 
<laughs> You're both Leo parted. No, no, no. <laughs> I just I love the Japanese Spider-Man, and I hope he has his slogan, "The Demon Emissary from Hell." Like I hope he says all the weird shit he said. Mm-hmm. I hope they show that his suit comes out of his watch. Like, oh, it's got to. It's all gonna be. There. I hope his spider web looks like just a, a fishing net because that's what it was. Oh. That's exactly what it was. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I just I want it. Oh, you know, and and going from Japan, we're now going to Nigeria. Nigeria submitted its first film ever to the Academy Awards. Right? Cool. Good for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was called Lionheart, um, and. It unfortunately got disqualified. Why, you might ask? Uh, because it was for not speaking, it was for speaking mostly English in the too, movie. The ratio of English was too high to be considered a for, a film. Film, for a foreign which film, which is which the... it's crazy because so they submitted it, right? Yep. And uh, A, their official language of the country is English. Yep. Um, Even though they do speak 1,600 other languages in this country, English is their official language. So so they submitted it. But not only did they submit it, they submitted it in the first year that the the category is no longer named Best Foreign Language Film. Yep. The category is now called Best Foreign Film. Mm -hmm. So this would be the year. And there's no, like, it, it didn't seem like there was any official, like, you have to speak a certain amount of not, you know, of not yeah. English. So I just, I just don't like it. This goes to what's the been the perennial problem for the Oscars for a while. You are out of date. Yeah. Yep. You no longer are in lockstep with the way society is moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give them a, a little. Okay, fine. Maybe it just wasn't right for that category. I'm okay, fine. I'm not part of the academy. Then rather than disqualify it, go hey, wrong category. We understand the politics behind this, though, so let's put you... We're going to just move you into the right category. Yeah. Well, I, mean, just of, I feel like of all the reasons to disqualify the first film from Nigeria... Too much English? Too much English is the literal worst reason. Yeah. You could have... I don't... I, yeah, Tons I of movies are disqualified from being in the awards every year. Mm-hmm. You could have done better than being like, hmm. Yeah. Because it's not like, you know, yeah, it was too much English and it was taught in America Mm -hmm. and was like filmed by an American director company. Like, that's not the case with this movie. Yeah. (laughs) It's it's not. It's it's really, really not. It's it's not. And it was also directed by a woman um, (sighs) who's from the country. Yep. Yep. and it was, I think it was her first film. I, yes, I'm, it, I'm, I think it might have been her first film. Yeah. But, uh, and then also, uh, she, it was not best foreign film. It's best international feature film is actually what the category see, is. See, that's. And, and I do get why you want it to not be all English because it's it's that way you don't have all of the uh, the UK ones. You don't have. Yes. Other of those types of things because that is part of, that is still part of and considered Hollywood. You, you know, it, it is still considered for major yeah for major things i understand and i understand that but maybe just specify what countries it's for versus what language it's for yes (laughs) see especially when if they have six all those other languages the main language is english most likely admittedly my lack of history you can say colonialism it's colonialism it's colonialism it's because you know yeah it was forced upon them and it's now their language and that's just how they have to go about their day yeah, I think that's what the, the the director even said. She was like, "Well, we only speak English because of you guys." Yeah. So, <laughs> so it just it's and there's been so much controversy with Oscars being too white, and to sit there and disqualify this film is 
and they've been trying well didn't they redo like their whole like they have a new person in charge and like they've been trying to add more people they mm, more diversity so yeah they they take a step forward and they immediately also every time they've the past year they've taken a very equal step back they keep just ending up in the same not regressing but also not progressing agreed i just think it's again i think i said it already it's just further proof that you are no longer in lockstep with the way People who consume entertainment are moving. Agreed. Agreed. And uh, let's go on to, uh, from one terrible thing, to uh, Fantasy Island. Ah. Fantasy Island, that great 80s terrible show with Ricardo Maltaban. Great show? It was terrible. Great spin-off sorry, show? Great for its time. How about that? Is that better? I mean, fine. <laughs> it went from a show that was it was a weekly show where different people would come out to the island and it'd be like, all right, great. Um, it's time for you to experience your fantasy. And then it would just be one week or, you know, one episode. And be like, all right, great. Have a great time. And then it was then they're off. And then the next week, somebody new would be on. With Ricardo Montalban. Yeah. And uh, so now they're making a movie with uh, Blumhouse and it is a horror reboot. Mm-hmm. Kind of. It kind of looks like Monkey Paw ish. Yeah. Like everybody gets one single wish and that's all you get on this island. And so it seemed like one girl wished for her, what was her, her dead sister? Uh, no, uh, no, it, uh, it looked like a dead child. No, dead child. Yeah, Maggie Hughes, dead yeah. kid. Yeah, yeah dead child. Yeah, it was like revenge of a, revenge of a bully. A high school bully. Yeah. yeah, so she wished for her back alive and uh, didn't work out. I mean, there was, was always a bit of monkey paw in the original series. Yeah. Not, you know... To that level. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I know, Jen, you never watched the original. No. Nor had and I. Joe hadn't either. I have not. Joe, I had to explain it to her. So yeah. originally it was actually two TV movies, and then it became the TV show. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Because that was how they, back in like the 70s, a lot of shows get introduced as a TV movie first. Rather than do a pilot, they'd mm-hmm. film an actual TV movie, and then if it was successful, then it got to become a show. Huh. But it was always a little monkey's paw. It was always like, oh, what's your greatest... F- you know, thing. Oh, my greatest thing is I want to be a chef. They'll get to experience a sh- being a chef, but they experience it on the level of ten. Oh. So you experience yeah. being a world famous chef that also has all the stress that comes with it. And at the end, every the point of every episode was everybody would realize my life was already good. <laughs> yes, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I I had it better than I thought I did. Yes. One of those, the grass is greener always on the other side. Exactly. Exactly. And you had Tattoo, which seems like is not in this movie. Yeah. Um, who's like a little, a, a wee fellow. Oh, no. Who would go, the plane, boss, the plane, the plane. And then he would show up. Ricardo Montalbo would show up in his white suit, and he'd be like, welcome to a fantasy island. Yep. Um, they even did a Looney Tunes movie that was yes, they did. based on Fantasy Island. <gasps> with Jenna Elfman. With the well. Yep. Yeah, with the well. Oh, That's I what that, that. I did not realize that was, that was based off That was based of. on yeah. Fantasy Island. Oh. Oh wow! They almost got sued because of that, actually. Wow! <laughs> right. But and they even say "deplane, deplane, boss." In yeah, they it. do. <laughs> so that was actually based on fantasy. It's also so if you've kind seen of what that, that Scooby Doo movie is kind of oh, sort of yeah. based on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I guess. So so yeah, if you've seen the Looney Tunes movie, you know what Fantasy Island's about. But oh, instead yeah. of a well, it's the actual island. <laughs> I like that. That's Jen's touchstone. Yeah, I think she knows. That's fine. Looney Tunes, Looney Tunes is a great is thing. Great. There's nothing wrong with Looney that Tunes. That was not one of the better ones, though. No, it was, but Cartoon Network would throw it on every Yeah, they did. Say, they it's one of the ones lot. that they played all the time. That's yeah. because they couldn't afford Space Jam. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there was always a bit of a monkey paw element to fantasy. Obviously, like, not as extreme, so I'm curious. Mm. 
Yeah. Excellent use of that Ariana Grande song. Like, oh, yeah. genuinely good use of that song. It's a good song. trailer. It's yeah. a good trailer. Not cheesy. <laughs> Correct. Correct. You know, I think that if you, for most things, if you if used correctly, pop songs that are just slowed down oh, do yeah. really well for horror. Well, like, what was that movie? I don't remember which movie it was, but there was a horror movie a couple years ago where they actually took Jolene uh-huh. and slowed it down to half tempo, and then that was the song for the trailer. I'm like, this is a great use of that song. Mm. Or, you know, the, the Beyonce song that they did for Fifty Shades of Grey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was actually a really good slow down. I think taking those kind of songs... It, it, it's that whole, like, I know this, ooh, but not like this. Something off. See, it's just not quite right. It's enough to put yeah. you on edge because you're like, I know this, but this isn't, this isn't. This isn't it. That's, well, what, that's what's so great. About, I was about to say yeah. us did it. Like, it, it really, it, that's what's so great about using a song everybody knows or that mm-hmm. it's so in the moment. And then making it and, and tweaking off. it so that people, it's an immediate shock to your senses almost where you're already, well, mm-hmm. what's wrong? This isn't how I, I remember this sounding. Yeah. And you're already put in that weird, like, oh, this horror movie starting up. It's great. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Taking the uh, familiar and making it not. Uh, and then uh, our last bit of news, Anthony, you got something about our Hollywood Awards? So the Hollywood Awards happened recently, and uh, it was a bit of a hilariousness. So Martin Scorsese was there to present an award to his longtime producer, um, like a Lifetime Achievement Award. And I'm curious if what I'm about to read to you is going to become indicative of uh, this award season, where the Martin Scorsese comment's going to probably come up more than once. So anyways, Martin Scorsese was there. Um, people obviously uh, on the red carpet were already asking the question about like, you know, hey, he's like, I don't, I am not, I did an op-ed, I'm not we're here for good, this. Yeah. I'm not here for this. Um, and this is also right after Kevin Feige had made a comment about this too saying like oh well he can say that all he wants but i think it's cinema so cool 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 so rob riggle was the host and at one point it came time for them to give an award to kevin feige so rob riggle goes and here to present the award to kevin feige is martin scorsese so mark ruffalo walks up which i thought come on that's great (laughs) and then Mark, mark mark ruffalo says a speech that while never naming names is very obvious who that speech was for yeah he goes the team at Marvel Studios did something that brought the whole world together. It's not something you can do with just spectacle alone, by the way. There's plenty of, but there's plenty of that. What really speaks to people about these movies, I think, is the heart and humanity of the characters. That's what makes Avengers Endgame so powerful to witness. These characters that care about and reckon with the world around them. To watch them struggle, survive, and sometimes even say goodbye. That's what makes it cinema. And then he presents the award. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Bold move. <laughs> bold move when apparently Martin Scorsese was apparently sitting right there hey that's the time to do it though I think oh, he that deserves is. to eat crow for a little while he, yeah. he well really, he's even walked it back a little bit yeah he put his foot back in his mouth and he's, he's kind of the, yeah. not thus apologized but he's basically said hey I was being a little harsh it's but it's, you well, kind of deserve all the and things again, you get he added, moment, buddy he added in his like op-ed he added the one word that would have made none of this matter not my kind of cinema that's it. My kind. That's it. Because mm-hmm. you don't have to like everything. I no. There's plenty of movies I don't go see. Like, I actually want to see The Irishman because The Irishman is my type of film. Mm-hmm. But I guarantee not everybody sitting at this table wants to see the three-hour Irishman movie. No. Although I, I've been meaning to see The Lighthouse and I still haven't. Uh, oh, same here. I really want to see The Lighthouse. I do want to. I actually ended up reading it. So it, oh. it reads very well. I do I, wonder what this looks like. I was nervous because it's The Witch. Uh, oh, creator, yeah, 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 director. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, eh, and I personally am one of 
I feel like one of the few people didn't like it. Same but, here. I hated uh, that movie. Hated oh, it. God. Um, but yeah. I do want to see The Lighthouse. I want to see it because it, it seems interesting. I want to see, get more of a beat on Robert Pattinson before mm-hmm. he's Batman. He was great in The King. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He doesn't come into it till the third act, but when he comes into the third act. Oh, I mean with his... Is wee 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 French but, aspect, but he owned that third act though. <laughs> I just remember reading everything. Everybody was just like, "Yeah, this movie is really good." What the hell is Robert Pattinson doing? But that actually is the right accent for them though. <laughs> just like, what, what the? Why did Sebastian show up in this? <laughs> the thing is, his accent was pretty good for when it was. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, all right, well, uh, that's we'll do it for our new segments. Do, 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 do. Yeah, we'll go with that. Bon, dun, bon, bon. Now, uh, oh, we did, a little thing did happen this <laughs> week. Uh, uh, Rick and Morty finally came back, and Jessica. And so this this episode was uh, Edge of Timorty, Rick Die, Rick Pete, and uh, I do get the meaning of of the, yeah. the yes. title now. Yes. And it wasn't it wasn't what you guys thought it was, uh, which was Morty just dying over and over again. It was Rick <laughs> dying it was over and over and over great. again. It was pretty hilarious. I loved it. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I did love when he first comes up and he's just a stupid like stuffed bear or whatever it is. Oh yeah, he's he like, goes no no, <laughs> just smashes. Well, because he's, he's the fascist bear. Like yeah, <laughs> I will say I really could have used more fascist Morty. Oh. Oh. I, I was hoping Fascist Morty would stick around a little bit longer because he kind of cracked me up. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty great. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Um, I liked it. I thought it was good. Mm-hmm. I I like whenever Morty goes a little unhinged. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like seeing Morty when he's had just a little bit of a fucking enough of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I kind of enjoyed it. Like I loved I still loved um, the Purge episode. Oh, yeah. The Purge episode <laughs> was pretty great. I, I did like how... He even he explains the crystals. So what happens is, you know, he gets. You can tell there's also a new family dynamic as well. Yes, where Rick is kind of he's no longer the alpha. Oh he yeah, is, he is. He's trying to be, but then he's also like, oh yeah, that's right. I, I still want to be in all these people's lives. I still want to be with them, so I have to well, give in. Yeah, it felt more like a temper tantrum. He's like, I'm gonna oh, like enough. or like a teenage temper tantrum yeah, 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 where yeah. like he's sitting at the table. He's like, my brain's putting in an automatic response to this. I'm not actually listening. It was yeah. like. Okay, Rick. You're just being a dick to be a dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And just... I, I did like at the end where he sees when he when he goes into the wasp body. Yes, <laughs> and then he's just it's the exact same dynamic. But however, this Rick is genuinely enjoying it. Yeah, and he's, he's just like, like oh, I I guess I should probably be doing that. I learned how to be a person from a wasp <laughs> from a wasp version of me <laughs> while we destroyed the 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 caterpillar version of our principal. Yeah, my kid's principal. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, like when he gave birth to the three little ones, and he's like, Morty's "Oh, like, bonus, bonus!" <laughs> like that was the funniest. Oh. Yeah, the the episode was was pretty great. I did like how when you see Morty, you know, attach the thing, and he wants to be dying with Jessica. I was like, "Oh, this has oh. got there's got to be a twist to this." Oh yeah, oh, and the twist ending was the best. It was. Pretty I, great. I love the Akira references. Oh yeah, I love that Jerry over pronounced all the words. Anime. Akira. Oh. Oh Akira. my gosh! Anima. 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 <laughs> and I love that Rick didn't like just like. Yeah, there's a, your Akira. son made yourself an Akira. I love I love Akira because Jerry's the dick. <laughs> oh yeah, Jerry's that dick who's going to mispronounce or overpronounce. Over. He is, he is to anime what Giada is to Italian food. Oh my god! Yes, <laughs> I love Giada, uh, but I can't oh stand god. it. 
It's never prosciutto. It's prosciutto. I'm like, wow, you added 19 syllables. Awesome. <laughs> Good thing you have big boobs and an equally big forehead, Giada. <laughs> because I can't stand watching it. And, I mean, and, the boobs and, do nothing for me. But. And big success. That's the most important thing, I don't Anthony. know why I watch Giada. Her boobs do nothing for me, but I still watch her all the time. I don't. But I really like her. She, yeah. She's awesome. I'm okay with her. Of course I? you are, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> I said big success, okay? You're all in her big forehead. She has yeah. a huge forehead. She does. <laughs> but yeah, I like that he overpronounced. I like that he giotted the anime. Anime. And, uh, uh, Akira. Yeah. I really yeah. wanted him to say Kaneda. Oh, God. No. No, there's no. We do not need Kaneda. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's Clone Beth. Uh, I th- it's not real Beth. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with real Beth. It's Schrodinger's Beth. It's yes, both in me there at the same time. I like it. I like I like Schrodinger's, Schrodinger's, Schrodinger's Beth. Beth is good. Yeah. It's a good one. I feel like that might be an episode title one day. Yeah, right. <laughs> we <laughs> got some sneak peeks of some possible adventures coming up in yes. the title yes. sequence. Yes, yes. They they changed it around, but they still left the very beginning and the very end, mm-hmm. which still goes into the evil Morty is the original Morty that was left behind. Yep. Yeah. Which From, I still maintain, I believe. I, I think it's correct because it is still really gen- like bad animation especially for where they've gotten in the animation they mm-hmm. haven't redone it it's still that same just i hadn't heard that that's actually really really interesting oh yeah yeah that, oh, that yeah. uh there's a whole theory that evil morty is the first morty is is actually um, uh this rick's actual original morty yeah and he left him left him behind mm-hmm. and uh but he somehow survived and now it's just trying to get uh revenge on on that rick oh wow yeah so that's that's the actual prevailing theory, and I I actually I, I co-sign it. I, well, then I hope that's the last episode. Yes. Oh, I, it will definitely have to be the last season because I don't think that's going to be able to wrap up in a in a episode. The last episode has to be the Cthulhu. See, no, that, like mm-hmm. if yeah, because I understand what you're saying. Because if it is like part of that Morty's story, then it physically can't be the last episode. Yeah, I but think if it's it be isn't. The, yeah. Then I want that to I want the Cthulhu. To mm-hmm. be the last episode, I, I want the Cthulhu to be the last episode, but I want the last season to be dedicated to, to like evil to evil Morty. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If that is how it happens as well. One of the few things I got from watching the end was uh, I really appreciated them saying a hundred episodes. Yeah, we're gonna be doing nothing. Yeah, straight up nothing. I truly hope yeah. there is an episode. Oh, me too. Of them literally just sitting on a couch and blinking, maybe eating a potato chip every once in a while, <laughs> and staring at the camera as if they were staring at us. Well, like just a whole half hour episode of nothing <laughs> i would like cackle like there was no tomorrow if they do that i, I would actually would it. die laughing it would, be, it the would best. be so so messed up yet so fantastically perfect <laughs> last episode of this mini release just that just that <laughs> all i know is i need lawyer morty to come back he, he will he, he will, will definitely will. come back but yeah. that that'll be during the um during the citadel episode yeah. and my I, worry is that evil morty will one day kill lawyer morty Probably Evil Morty's gonna kill most things. I think Maybe whatever not he wants. Morty. Maybe not Lawyer <laughs> Morty, but you know, probably Lawyer yeah. Morty. <laughs> oh, I will say I did love the Mises box from Kirkland. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, from oh, Kirkland. What do you want? Ah <laughs> oh, man, your Morty's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was really good. It was a I I. You know what? Oh, the hologram, though. Oh. I'm sorry. The hologram was maybe my favorite part. Hologram's going to come back. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hologram's absolutely going to come back. Probably not this season, but he'll probably come back season five or six. <laughs> and there's going to be something going on with that. Yes. 
just having him trail along and protest and be like, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. And just, then it becomes real. Oh, the moment he became real, I'm like, oh, no, I'm not hologram. <laughs> I'm going to destroy all of you. <laughs> so, yeah, episode's great. Watch the yes. episode. Yes. I'm sorry if you haven't watched the episode because we just spoiled it for you. But Well, you know. speaking of spoiler, I have a way to close our episode. Okay. So, audience listening, as we record this, it is the day before Disney Plus is about to launch. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh. And we have not yet, obviously, gotten to watch Mandalorian. Correct. So, I thought each of us could close the episode out. Let's give what we hope or think our reaction will be as if we've seen it. And then next week, we can confirm whether or not it matches up with when we watched the first episode of Mandalorian. All right. Go okay, for it, Anthony. I'll start. Oh, my God. I loved it. Bill Burr was so cool. And Ming-Na Wen, when she came in and whooped ass, I was blew my mind. And kudos to Bill Burr. Such a great role. I'll go next. Oh, my God. They totally red vipered him. He's not the main character. This is the best. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I couldn't believe it when Pedro Pascal actually took off the helmet. But then it actually ended up being um, Judge Dredd. Uh, what's his oh, name? Oh, I love Keller. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It actually was him. Uh, I couldn't believe it. It was actually my favorite part. I knew this. Movie, I knew it was going to be gorgeous, but I love everything they did with the sets and how beautiful and the settings were. Cool. So Jen gave a real response. Yeah. I. I look. I don't know. Although I do think Bill Burr will probably be great. I was going to say. I think I don't know you gave real responses. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know that he's in episode one. I want to maintain they're not going to red viper the guy that I think they're. No, I meant Bill Burr. Oh, no, well, no. you never know. I'm just saying. You I, never I just, know, dude. If I end up being right, this is the best day ever. <laughs> So we will tell you next week if our answers match up with <laughs> what I, we see. I do want the Mandalorian helmet to come off, but it is, it is you know, uh, him. Pedro Pascal, it, yeah. No, no, no. It's not Pedro Pascal. Oh. But uh, it's also the dread helmets on, and it's just the, the, the frown face. He just takes off helmets. And it's just other another helmets. helmets. <laughs> <laughs> then he takes the dread helmet off, and then it just pans to the back of a chair and a claw. Yeah. <laughs> and then a cat. I would love it if he constantly <laughs> takes the helmet off, but they always have something slightly blocking it in the scene. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'd be down with that. That would I'd be, be hilarious. I'd be down. See, there we go. Nice. I liked it. I liked it. Well, uh, again, closing out the episode. So, uh, as always, we record live upstairs inside of Tate's Comics, powered by our friends or 3000 Brigade. Woo! Woo! Uh, you can see them this weekend at Anime Iwa. What dates are those? <laughs> Anime Iwa. Anime Iwa. It is this week. Uh, it is Friday, Saturday, Sunday, which is the 14th, 15th, 17th. 15th, 16th, 17th. Yes, that's correct. Friday, November We will be performing 15th, on the 16th. Correct. The 2000 Brigade will be performing Saturday night at 8 p.m. Get there at 7.30 in order to get in early. And if you're at the con, you might see a couple tater talkers and maybe even some Taste of Dragoners. Mm. That's right. Taste Tasters of Dragons. Of dragons. Yeah, the Taste of taste dragons. dragons. Taste of Dragons. The Dragons will be there. The Dragoneers. Handing out some loot, probably. Yeah, they, I do hear they have loot. They ha- hear they have loot. Damn it. We need to step our goddamn game off. Yeah, we got a <laughs> really wrong with us. We, we need a booth to you know run. What? We have to start with the mascot. And then we, from there, we can really... I mean, our mascot is the chair. Well, yeah. I'm not taking that chair. That chair weighs a ton. No, no, no. I still want to do my Halloween costume where I'll just dress <laughs> as the chair pens. and Jen can be the the cape. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> can we bring the chair? No. That, no, that chair is a thousand pounds. No. I'm not taking that chair. That can chair is... I will explain why we can't when we are not on air. Okay. <laughs> All right, then. Well, as always, my name is Brian. <laughs> I'm Anthony. I'm Jen. And I'm Joe. I like how you're looking at Joe, like she normally goes next. I know. It's okay. I appreciate that. (laughs) I'll I'll do it next time. Well, you're trying to fuck up Joe, but she didn't fall for it, Jen. She didn't. (laughs) 
union I almost did. Yeah. <laughs> Joe's like, I Josh. guess I'm supposed to go next. Fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jen week. trying to shift the paradigm here. I know. Have a great week, everyone. Bye. So nice. <laughs> Mandalorian. Bye.